Hey, 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 this is your girl Nabuguzi Chiwanuka, and this is your favorite show, Hashtag with Nabuguzi Chiwanuka, a forum where we, you and I, have conversations on unraveling social constructs, discuss self development in line with mental health, and a lot more about the millennial world around us. If you're not hearing my voice for the first time, welcome back to today's episode and to you who is hearing my voice for the first time i welcome you to this podcast this is part two of the conversation on a perspective on independence it's a continuation of part one so if you're not listening to part one for you to really understand what part two is about you need to first go back to part one and continue with this particular episode. Listen in. I, like I said previously, English is not a measure of success, it's not a measure of intelligence, it's not a measure of, of you know, your good. Because, I, oh, okay, what really now, I, I feel I should go bare now because I'm really sorry, but I have to, you know, sometimes you have to dab hydrogen peroxide or iodine on a wound to oh, heal. Mm-hmm. You're it. it baffles me that the parents who are so engrossed in wanting to their kids to speak English, wanting their kids to not speak any local language, they want their kids to speak any local language, they are the exact parents who are teaching their children English with the worst accent. Because our, our kids are <laughs> learning English from us. We are their primary teachers of English. <laughs> So I would rather teach my child Luganda that I know and I'm fluent at yeah. and leave English teaching to the expats. Mm-hmm. So if I'm at a place, I would rather have my child speak to me in Luganda, mami njagala chakunywa, in mm. proper Luganda, mm. than my child coming to me in public shouting, mommy, I want a, I want a, I don't even know how, they, how, how, how kids English. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know how kids English is, but it's, it's rare like that. But you know, a big act like, no, you are not my child. <laughs> I, I don't know you. Why are you speaking like this? Why? Because even the whites that we are trying to copy, yeah. even when their children speak the baby babo language, yeah, they'll still speak the English words the way they're supposed to be right. in that language. Yeah. But if ours are speaking their English the way they hear it from home. We shouldn't try so much, really. I feel like we're working so hard on erasing our existence. You see cousins, maybe, or friends. Like, eh, have you heard that kid speak? When will my kids speak like that? But but, but the issue is, Mm. I would want people to say, have you heard that kid speak? When my child is speaking proper English, Mm. taught by a proper English teacher, Mm -hmm. but they can also speak their language. I have no problem with my child speaking good English. Absolutely, I would love it. I would love them for them to pronounce words in a nice way, but I would also want them to pronounce words in their local language the right way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do not want to have a Nanyonga who cannot speak a single Uganda word. Trust me, even the whites will laugh at us. It's all you know, honestly. We don't have we don't have a because story like, for us. We don't who have are history you? even. Who are you? Then you say, my name is uh, Nanyonga Insignia. Good. Where are you from? I'm from Uganda. 
you have a tribe yes i'm a, i'm a muganda what's your heritage like uh, ca- can you how do you how do you say i want food in luganda uh so you know i uh-oh. i didn't grow up in uh-oh. uganda uh-oh. so your parents are yeah, your parents are Baganda? yes uh do they know how to speak it yes why can't you speak it uh you see school uh-oh. school what 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 manner of madness is that Uh-oh. if i was if i was like a white guy probably trying to date an african girl i would slap the nothingness <laughs> out of you because i'd wonder what kind of person i'm taking home yeah a person we, we understand if you're living abroad mm-hmm. because maybe rarely will your child hear your language but throw it in there once in a while yeah throw it in there i mean There's look for lady. documentaries on your culture on what and watch them with your child don't force them but be engaged act genuinely in tr- no, okay not act be genuinely <laughs> interested along with them and tell them you see mm. we live here in the united states of america but this is who we are yeah this is where we come from uh i, I like nigerians do that a lot actually and they're so proud of their pidgin english eh? yeah they're so proud of their pidgin english those guys make you ne- make you know sabi me tell you <laughs> <laughs> they are so proud of it those they guys. put it in their movies and we will watch them and because, we will understand you know, by force bbc ended up creating bbc pidgin can you imagine so what i'm saying is we need to get our kids to that kind of okay not just our kids but the whole even you know, us as adults i mean because you see, I don't know if I've been at a space whereby I text you in Luganda. Mm-hmm. And then there's once when I texted, I'm Uganda. And she said, stop texting me in that language. I don't know. I was like, are you listening to yourself? No, me, me, my, my biggest concern is, why are you as a parent mm. giving your child a nan name or an okelo or a, a chomugisha, chomugisha mm. but you do not want them to speak Their that language? language change it all together to johnson or smith or so, because this you're the reason that these children are growing up completely and lost because they're completely lost they don't know who they are their self-esteem is demean is is diminished they start to bleach they start to use body enhancements they want yeah. to look like a Nicki minaj or a Cardi B. they start to go into depression mm. They because they don't even know who they are, they don't even know what they are doing with themselves. It happens when you lose your identity. So I'm wondering why you're raising a breed of human robots. Mm. They literally have no roots. They're like a creation of society, a figment mm. of what you think is right in your mind. You're actually a mother. Yeah. You have killed this child before they even grow up. Because they've lost themselves, Mentally. but they don't even lose themselves. They don't even know what they are in the first place. Mm. So you're a mother. You as a parent, you as an adult in society who has kids looking up to you, you have murdered them by robbing them of their identity and killing who they fundamentally are as a person. Yeah. So for me, this independence opens my eyes to realize that it is good to speak English. It is good to to know yeah. English. It is good. Because we, we're actually really global, good. we're global, and we have to communicate with the other countries. I mean, but at what point are we uplifting our languages to a point that a white will say, "Let me learn Luganda to transact"? Because even when they go to the market, they'll speak English. That is, oh, kujoga They will come to Uganda, go to the market, and speak English and get away with it. Yeah. But if you go to China, 
Uh oh. If you go to uh, Japan, you need, you need to learn the language. If you go to France, you need to learn the you language. Will, you will have to navigate your way by learning the language. At least people live, you know, people are at the airport with self-help books trying to learn a few words and try to construct sentences. Yeah. But at what <laughs> point do African languages get to that level where we are globally accepted? Yeah. Because even what we are doing in the English language is not helping us. We can say maybe we're having formal education in the English language. But what has formal education done for the average Ugandan? Can you produce a robot at age 12? Barely. Barely. Can you write a book at age 6? Mm-mm. It's just a few kids that are actually privileged. And not even privileged. Their parents are just open-minded enough to realize that growth comes with exposure. Yeah. So... This independence, I really hope. <laughs> I really don't have the right words and I don't want to go really savage. And, but, but this independence, I would really love for parents, guardians, people in our age bracket who are raising children or who are near children mm. to encourage them, to groom them, to build their personalities centered on who they are as individuals, to be proud of being Ugandan. Not just another day of hashtags and a trending flag on the internet and I have a feeling we're making our aesthetics look beautiful on Instagram. Mm -hmm. No, it should be inherently part of us and we should be genuinely proud to be Ugandan. Yeah. We should be proud of our roots, proud of our heritage. Basically, I want the white, a white man somewhere to look and be like, guys. This is happening. Whereby they don't. That is it. Whereby they don't necessarily have to run to the Masio to really be exposed to the Uganda culture. Yes, the museums do exist for that purpose, but I've not been to the Masio by them. Never. Okay, I went there. The time when I was a school trip. Exactly. I went there when I was in P two. We also had a trip there, and that was it. But I don't know. Do I have to go back? No, you don't. Because you know what what happens. But yeah. I'm really pushed for about a year or two. I've been feeling the nudge. I wanted to go to the library. I wanted to know what's happening. But then I also have mixed thoughts. I wonder. It gives. It keeps me questioning the kind of content I'll find. Is it the original content, or is it? content engineered by the colonialists because that is also another perspective i yeah. mean we're in a space whereby people still doubt that mwanga killed those guys that matters yeah there are too many theories there are people saying that the Buganda culture did not does not ban people wow yeah but no one in uganda is coming out to speak on that why should they Exactly. No, because why should they have oppressing <laughs> issues like we want federal government? Yeah. We want to be like, uh, 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 we want to be separated from Uganda and have our own affairs. Mm. There are land squabbles everywhere. There are also corrupt officials trying to but grab people's land. Faith. Like, I mean, there's a lot going on Yeah. that they would feel there's no need to open up Pandora's box. Because... First of all, if you open up such an argument, if you... It's a can of worms. <laughs> it's a can of worms. It but may then... not end until 2045. <laughs> but we have to be undoing these things. I mean, people are really fighting to have their leaders' body parts brought back or the artifacts that were stolen by, you know, those colonialists. And 
that if we really want to talk about independence it really disturbs me it really disturbs me i mean if you're coming from buganda's independence yeah we're not even independent yeah we're not especially as buganda <laughs> it's, I, it's, I i would love to celebrate it i was uh it, it's just really ceremonial because being yeah. in buganda you'd have to be happy mm-hmm. when, when when you reach certain milestones but what have been done in those milestones if we still have a kingdom where you uh, have to be silent about some things because they don't want to agitate the central government or things like that that is not independence but but, but let's even just go uh a bit personal yeah if we have a kingdom where the children mm. the first children of the kingdom cannot mm. even study in uganda or probably cannot even speak Luganda. I I really don't get it. And I'm marrying people that are not Baganda. I'm not being tribalistic, but <laughs> I know where you're headed but with ser- that. <laughs> but seriously, the only way that like let me give you an example. Yeah. You know why you'll not find Muslim preachers on the street? Uh-huh. It's because they multiply by family. Yeah. A Muslim man will marry a Muslim woman or marry a woman and convert her into Islam, marry three others, so there will be four. If each of those four has four children, those are 16 new Muslims. Oh, I hadn't thought about it in that sense. So you will never find Muslim preachers on the street. <laughs> Their numbers are multiplied at home. Their numbers are multiplied at home. Yeah. So if you're thinking, wow, we're going to make Buganda greater again, no, no issue. But if where do we start from? If we're having the first children, just because we, we may we cannot go bare knuckles on other baganda. If the first children themselves are not, you know, we're having children of high officials in Mengo marrying mm. non baganda. Yeah, it's even worse if it's a girl marrying a guy who's a non baganda. It means she has been taken over to whichever other tribe that is. Yeah. At what point are we having baganda children? Because if these two fail to agree on a common language, if maybe the guy says, nah, my pride cannot let me speak Luganda, maybe I'm Unyoro, the children are either going to speak Unyoro, or if the woman also puts her guns down and says, I will not speak Unyoro, Unyoro, then the kids will speak English. English. Ah, dear. (laughs) It's exhausting thinking about it. Without being tribalistic, I will urge my children, therefore, to marry people of their same tribe and culture. Mm Mm-hmm. It, you know, the, it the, keeps the, the it keeps the society compact. There's a, a cohesion that now, yeah, we all spread, we all spread. And when you talk about people the, are going to really hate me after this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You've really succeeded in making people unsubscribe from us. They won't actually. People, I I feel like people love you know natural <sighs> people. So uh, when you talk about You've gone to the the kingdom and then the first children. I also like to think about these guys who work for the Buganda, should I call them institutes? Mm-hmm. Like you sit and listen to radio. You sit and watch TV, BBS to the final. AFA. CBS Mandusso or CBS Radio Yovo Jaja. Because I, I listen to CBS mm. a month or so. But then you're seated there and you're hearing someone saying, Bakwano Bafe. 
Hey. <laughs> this is someone who is fit to be in your parents' shoes. Yeah. I feel like when you're talking about things related to the kingdom, that when you're getting your employees, do they, are they speaking right to your audience? So yes, to your yeah. audience. Are they speaking right? Well, the someone who tuning into CBS. They know that this is a kingdom radio, so yeah. I'm expecting to hear Luganda and pro- properly spoken Luganda. And yesterday when we were speaking, you raised the thing of Amataka. It's like, I've had it even with these, um, these, these men that they bring to speak on uh, functions, like mm. traditional weddings and stuff. And they have all the wrong Luganda. And I'm saying, okay, wait, hold up. This is your job. You're supposed to invest every single ounce of energy, time, money in doing your job well. But you yeah. can't even speak proper Luganda on a Luganda function. Are you okay? <laughs> what do you have for our listeners? What can you leave? What's your talking of advice for our listeners on independence, Buganda and Uganda, and personal selves, people, the, the people themselves? Because I, I think. At, at some point, I got to a space whereby I feel like I think people need to now look at their own independence. Forget the country because now there's a government running it. <laughs> You're not really yeah. going to fight it. There's Buganda being messed up. They're, they have their mafias. They keep talking about men <laughs> now. So who are you as a person independently? You could, well, uh... independence for me as an individual mm. opens my eyes to realizing that as a person, you need to come to a place of growing up and realization. Yeah. And that point of realization is one where you ought to do as your spirit, as, a, as your spirit leads you to, as mm. your conscience leads you to. Mm. Many of us have found ourselves in situations because of our families, because of our friends, because of society. Yeah. You, don't, you can't really afford Kampala parents, but you're taking your child there because... You don't want your workmates to say, but you're broke. Why are you taking your kids there? You want oh, yeah. to pretend you have the money, so because, yeah, you, you want to fit in. Yes, 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 yes. Probably feel like your calling is to help people, maybe help them with their mental issues. Mm. But because you studied engineering and you want everyone to address you on wedding cards as engineer Gundi, <laughs> no mommy way. <laughs> You, you, you say no I have to remain an engineer yeah. you know, we have to come to a point of realization self realization if we're going to be truly independent on our own mm. there's something that God has called each of us to do mm-hmm. and he puts it in our hearts in this like a burning fire Yeah. and like allow me to chip in the bible somewhere mm. but like the bible says the men with the talent how the master expected them to use their talents it would be a shame for you one day to go to heaven and you, 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 have, you have tried to do everything you thought you would do. And then God says, nah. You actually didn't. Nothing. You've done nothing. Well, this is what busy, I sent you to you're do. You're just but... busy fitting in. So it's, it's great that as we become independent, as, as, as these days pass by of independence and stuff like that, we sit down and do a self-actualization. Mm-hmm. Like do an overhaul. Find out the things in your life that you're actually called to do. Yeah. Things that you feel you can do without being pressured, without being pushed. Do them to the best of your ability. Fulfill your true calling. Mm. To our to our kingdom. Us as the the the, the baganda on the lower caste of the pyramid. We can only do as much. We can only keep 
hoping that our children can speak proper Luganda, know their customs, dress like their customs, actually do what they are expected of as Baganda children. Uh-huh. But we also hope that our kingdom plays a part. Let them play a part in their personal lives, in their very homes. Yeah. We get discouraged when we hear. Our leaders are actually doing the opposite. Our leaders are... Do- yeah, they'll say, we're going to Kusoso as Buganda, we're going to... And then their kids are marrying. Other... <laughs> You're really on to the marriage. <laughs> no, no, I'm trying to, because, because family is the yeah. cell of society. Yes, 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 yes. It is what holds everything together. It's the if first everything stage of society. From here. Yeah. If you see some, maybe a, a girl just bad you on the street, she'll be like, no, your mama, where you That's the first thing that will come to your head. Yes. Yeah. What kind of home is she from? So when, when I come to talk about, you know, our leaders, I, I, I have to scrutinize their families without a doubt. They're public officials. So their uh-huh. families come into scrutiny. Yeah. So if your families are doing the exact opposite, but then you're telling us to build Buganda, how? Mm. We can only do as much. But then to our central government... We are glad that we can count years. We say 58, we feel good. Oh, a whole 50 years. By the way, it's half of, half of a full life. Mm-hmm. Half of a full life. Which more than be 100. half. Yeah, actually more than half of a full life. Mm. So, what have we done? Are we evaluating? Are we looking back and realizing, okay, these were the mistakes that were made here, there? Is there How a point are we going we... to redeem them? Yeah. How are we changing our education system? to fit that. that of an African child. Mm-hmm. Because you're not going to teach your children Canadian prairies when they'll probably die without a passport, with no hope ever of v- visiting the Tennessee Valley Authority. Mm-hmm. But there are lots of things that... <laughs> I will never pronounce that word ever in my life. Why I forgive myself with pronouncing Massachusetts. It will forever be Boston. Yeah, Boston M.A. But okay, <laughs> seriously, yeah. we need to uh, get to a point where our education system is tailored to fit the African child. Mm. If the African child needs to be taught in their language for them to understand, well and good. Because when you understand something being taught to you in a language, you can best explain it. Mm-hmm. Maybe that is why the children get poor grades. They don't understand the English in which these things are being taught. But if they understood something from their language, yeah. then we're translating it to English. Maybe it would be so much better for them. I was actually told that back then, the education kids had to be taught first in their language. And then later on, possibly, I don't know at what age, then that's when they start English. But that is, that is, that for me, I see as a role of parents. If you're raising your kids at home, yeah. In, English will roll off somehow, somewhere. Of course, we will speak English somewhere along the way. Yeah. But it is important that you also... Let, 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 let you be the first teacher of language. Mm. What I like to usually do, and I learned it from um, Manuela Mulondo. Mm. Uh, she, was talking, she was saying something sometime and said, uh, in her book, Stop, Listen to Your Child Think, she was explaining something and said, when you're raising a child, before, before they learn how to speak, the way that you can stimulate their brain is to tell them something while showing them an action. Okay. Like sit and make them sit. So they know that when you say sit, it means this. Mm. Now, what I incorporated was to say something twice in English and in Luganda. Nice. I will tell you sit, but repeat and say, Tula, Tula wan, si. 
then I will put you down. <laughs> In case when, you don't get down. Yeah, when this is said and this is said, it means the same thing yeah. and it translates to this particular action. So you will find a child, because these children's brains are like sponges. Yeah. They are ready to receive. Absorb and, everything. Oh my God, they are so intelligent. But our kids are more intelligent than we, we would ever think. Because they're at a point of learning, so whatever they say, they just absorb. Even you as an adult, do you know if you put, if you sat down and put your mind to learning Spanish, you would? I would, but it doesn't come so easy with as a child but, would. But if you put your mind to it, yeah. and you hang around people speaking. It, it also comes with interests in languages. Exactly. Yeah. But remember as a child, they don't have a choice. <laughs> right. Pinch me, you don't have a choice in right, right, right. So right, I will right. speak to you in languages that I want you to learn, mm. and you will learn them. You spoke about language, and I wanted to bring in, you know, Ginny Mai? Yes, all oh, that very cute, as if half Asian, <laughs> as if half what? She's really pretty. <laughs> she was talking, she had brought her mom, she, usually, she has a show that she sits with her mom, and she talked about how her mom made sure that they speak what is their language? What is? Where do they come from? Where do they come from? I've forgotten where they come from. They moved to America. She was still a kid. And if she went to the mom and said, I want milk, the mother would act like she has not had. It's until she had to speak her own language. Mm. And then the mother responds. So I, let me chip this in just before. I know you're about to, to tell me one minute. Of <laughs> okay. Let me chip this in. Yeah. I watched a... Uh, a show on NTV, Masuzemutia, and mm. uh, Farida was interviewing a lady called Nanaka Gash. She's an actress. I know her. This babe has one of the most endearing English accents that I have had. Her command of the English language is spectacular. Yeah. Oh my God, she is amazing. But she was saying, uh, growing up, she's. Uh, Amumbeja, I think. Mm. She's of the royal uh, clan in Buganda. Mm. So growing up, the minute you entered the gate, English would, would be left outside to be collected tomorrow when you're going to school. Wow. They would have to speak in Luganda. If you spoke in English. If you spoke in English. Oh, yeah. But guess what? She has a very good command of the English language. So some people think that when your new child speaks Luganda, they will not speak English. They will speak it badly. They will speak it poorly. Excuse me, but I don't think the reason why your kids are speaking bad English is because they are not speaking their local languages. No. It is because you are speaking bad English. And they don't you, even know parent, their own language. You, their parent, and they hear from you. Mm. So, please, dear parents, dear guardians, dear that live with our children yeah normalize teaching your children their identity heritage their language mm -hmm. their culture yeah let your child come up and say i am a muganda okay. it doesn't take anything away for them they'll have their phds they'll have as many you know education they'll have an, a, a fulfilled education so that they can even be the vice president of america mm. but that w nothing will knowing their language knowing their heritage knowing where they come from knowing how to do the things that are supposed to be done in their culture will not take anything away from them yeah thank you so much joy for <laughs> thank you so much for being with us uh if people want to connect with you where can they find you my facebook page is jake my mm -hmm. instagram page is at jake underscore and my youtube channel is live laugh love without a space 
then space with jk without a space in between the with jk so leave the flag with jk that's all oh my twitter is really inactive but it's a joy mosesi oh dear i didn't imagine you have a twitter account <laughs> i've never heard it's you talk just, about it just to stalk people i just I learned how to use anything. twitter this year during lockdown Same. <laughs> I still don't know how to navigate the terms of tweeting <laughs> and retweet. I'm learning how to. <laughs> you have come to the end of part two of A Perspective on Independence. A special shout out goes to you, our lovely guest, Joy Keziam Sisi. I am very thankful for the time you've shared with us. Your mind that oozes with so much knowledge. We appreciate you you dear listener what is independence to you what do you understand from independence we were celebrating independence we had a long weekend last last month yeah we had a long weekend but what does it really mean to you beside the long weekend i, I only got a long weekend honestly oh and i got to do some recordings yeah but what does it really mean to you in the yeah, as a person what does independence mean to you when you think about uganda what does it mean to you Share with us your thoughts. Continue the conversation with sharing your feedback. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button on whatever platform that you're using to listen in so that you don't miss out on any episode. And also, make sure to follow the show on Facebook and Instagram. It's all at hashtag Winabuguzichuanuka. And on Twitter, it is at htnk podcast htnk is in caps lock and podcast is in small letters ciao see you in the next episode